Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Are you ready for a deep descent into the underworld with Venus, goddess of love, beauty, relationship, deep hearts, desires, feminine mysteries? (laughs) My hope is that this particular episode gives you a ton of practices on how to work with this beautiful amazing venus retrograde energy it's so destined like it is such a destined moment with pluto squaring the nodes venus going retrograde chiron goes retrograde the day after venus goes retrograde there are some amazing squares and quincunxes that support i talk about all of this um, in the conversation and really truly try to make it something that allows you to sink into the energetic, something that allows the activation of this energy to happen within, right? So something that's embodied and stirs the life force. Venus has to do with our vitality, our radiance, our life force energy, more of the feminine mysteries. We actually hit one point in this conversation where it was like deep feminine mystery. And I was like, that's it. That's the point that I really wanted to get to here. Kind of want to end the video here. So pay attention to that part. Um, If you miss everything, else in this conversation um just get to that point it it's it was (laughs) it was like venus retrograde example of just here's what's possible during this time for you for everyone um when we kind of walk into it and embody it. So I won't say much more here um there's a couple of different offers two free offers to support this journey your venus retrograde talk about that in the conversation and then there's also one um, rewilding your relationships a program if you want to journey deeper talk about that too Um, that is a paid program but it's a hundred dollars off right now um, for a very limited time i think we're taking that down just after venus retro venus goes retrograde so you kind of got to act fast on that one we'll put details in the description below as usual All right, that's it. Um, Just so much love to you um, and so many like blessings and well wishes for uh, for your journey into this conversation. (laughs) Venus retrograde in Leo, July 22nd to September 17th. Ooh, we got some love magic, some sex magic, some creative magic coming online. Um, We've also got some... (laughs) shadowy truth probably going to be revealed some deep potential for healing chirons in the mix uh, some mysticism some real deepening into some of the more mystical layers of venus that's neptune bringing in his spiritual component uh, we've got incredibly destined events going on in this venus retrograde i would dare to say that this could be, you got to feel for you, right? Of course, but could be the most transformative, most potent, most empowering. I like that word for this Venus retrograde, empowering, deepening into sense of self, like authentic, true, real self. That's Leo, Venus in Leo, um, could possibly be the most transformative Venus retrograde around those themes. Yeah. (laughs) Reason being, there's the nodes of fate squaring Pluto at this time when Venus is going retrograde. 
Yeah, that's big. That's really big. Pluto, deepest transformation, death for rebirth. North node, south node, that's your destiny line. So that's happening in the background of this Venus retrograde. That's stunning. This is stunning. And I'm going to hopefully be able to weave these together in a way that you can actually uh, work with it, dive into it, feel into it for yourself. My sense is that there's this opportunity to really open up to things being revealed to you, to seeing more about what it is that will really bring you fulfillment, really bring you aliveness, really bring you joy, bliss, ecstasy in this life, right? The like follow your bliss. This is the destined aspect of this particular Venus retrograde. It's so big and beautiful. Um, and hopefully I'm going to work really hard to get us in there. Uh, something that you can do on your end to help yourself to get a little bit deeper in there is to kind of treat this more like a workshop than just a podcast to switch off um, all the distractions around you and to kind of come to this like you were going into a yoga class, right? Like, all right, I'm going to show up. Like, let me show up. Let me be present. There's no phones. There's no distractions. There's no da 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 da. Like, let me see if I can embody some of this energy. Let me see if I can allow it to activate in myself, right? Because that's what it's all about, right? Is further activations, especially when it comes to the feminine. The feminine is about more aliveness. It's about transmissions and activations, right? The Venusian activation of love, of the flow of love, right? The uninhibited flow of love, the easeful, graceful flow of love. That's part of what Venus brings. Um, she also brings this um, aliveness, this vibrancy, this vitality, this radiance, the feminine capacity to uh, magnetize or allure or attract in like the do without doing, create without having to do to work hard in the world. It's just, and in my Venusian way, I will attract that into my life. That's some of the deeper mysteries held in Venus, held in this, in this part of self. So when we talk about Venus and this goddess of love and beauty, it's a part of self. All of us have Venus. All of us have this archetypal energy, this pattern, um, within ourselves. Uh, and so this is just a time where we get to see more, we get to open to more, we get to work with more. We, it's like a retrograde, a Venus retrograde is like her going into her inner world to awaken parts of self that maybe weren't awake yet. So that's maybe practice number one to feel into just, and you could meditate with that, take a walk with that, sit with that journal with that. Like if I was going to take an inner journey into deeper parts of myself to reclaim, remember, reawaken parts of me that have to do with my feminine nature, what is it that I'm called to reawaken things can be things like I'm really called to reawaken my spark, my fire. I'm really called to reawaken my creativity. I'm really called to reawaken my sexuality. I'm really called to reawaken my feminine flow, right? My, uh, my pleasure, my aliveness, my 
connection to world. I'm really called to reawaken love, relationship, relating. I'm really called to reawaken just the aliveness in my body. Like I'm really called to just let all the cells of my body dance with more aliveness, dance with more pleasure, dance with more love. That's kind of what's on offer during this Venus retrograde, right? Like there's this juiciness, this vitality, this real um, life, for, like dripping with life force. That's, um, that's part of Venus retrograde. But again, you feel for you what it is that you're kind of deepening into in order to reclaim or remember. Um, let me maybe give you some more things to feel into around Venus, just more things that this territory of Venus and Leo, so very specifically to Venus and Leo. And so if we're going to feel into Venus and Leo, we'll start to feel into, are there values for me to reclaim? Are there things that I desire? It's like desires. It's deep values. I value this. I've been denying that I value this, but I value this. Like for me, I know um, I didn't value beauty growing up. I grew up in very masculine based kind of family system and society where the masculine aspects of me were very, very valued. But the beautiful, artistic, creative aspects of me weren't weren't all that valued. It was like, well, you can't make money with those. So there is no value on those. But this reclamation and working with Venus and many other feminine archetypal energies, it was this real reclaiming of actually, I deeply value beauty. Like the beauty of a room the beauty of my environment, it affects my body, my mind, my emotions very deeply. But I denied that for a long time, right? I denied that for a long time. That aesthetics really bring an aliveness to me. Aesthetics for me and beauty and like the valuing of beauty, it's so much deeper. It's not a surface level. I just want to look at pretty things. It's like a amidst beauty something in me gets activated which feels like love which feels like a gifting which feels like freedom and flow and aliveness to me right like can you feel there's a deeper aspect and um into into beauty that venus might be awakening for you but really and truly Feeling into, you know, like you can feel into, if you were to just let your body get really, really soft and you were to go into like soft belly, um, soft pelvic region, right? Soft hips and you were just to go like inward, soft heart and you were to go inward and be like, wow, what is it that I'm really called to reclaim? And it's good to do it in this energy right now. Like if you've been here and you've been present and you've, you've allowed yourself to sink into this energy, maybe replay this section and just sink back into this energy. It really helps. And to do it now while you're in this energy, right? That's like the embodiment, the infusion of this energy, the sinking into it. And what is this invoking in me? What is it that I'm really called to remember or reclaim maybe around lost values to do with the feminine? That's incredibly powerful over this Venus retrograde cycle. All right, a few more things about Leo and what it can be bringing up. Uh, and then we'll dive into shadow. <laughs> 
I know it's all like, wow, this feels so great. There's some real edginess to this Venus retrograde, some real healing. It's Chiron, it's Pluto, right? That's deep transformation, that's deep healing, that's the shamanic wounded healer all up in the mix. He goes retrograde, Chiron goes retrograde the day after Venus goes retrograde. So you don't want to miss that part, right? Like this is, we're just starting to get into the energy, get in the flow, uh, and then we'll dive into these, uh, these, what do we want to call them? I don't know what we want to call them. Well, I'll come up with something maybe, who knows, we'll see. But let me give you some more flavors of what might be um, getting really activated for you to look at, to dive into, to open to, to awaken to, right? In this Venus retrograde, um, so Leo, heart, heart, you know, feeling into how open is your heart? How much heart maybe work have you done? Um, the flow of love, how open are you to the flow of love constantly being there no matter what the situation is around you? I know, like heart armoring, heart guarding, heart protection, um, little heart, you know, little fearful heart versus big mystic heart. Just kind of feel into that. That's maybe practice number two is to really go into little heart. Going into little heart is kind of like going into... Um, inner child, right? Like inner child, little heart. Little heart is almost like, I don't want to use this word, but it's almost like the egoical heart, right? But it's it's little heart. It's got like childhood patterns in it. It's got absorbed conditioning around, you know, what a heart should do when you should love. It's It's literally the heart that's been taught love with conditions. Love with, I will love you if you do da-da-da. I will love you when right? It's, con it's conditional love. That's, that's little heart. And so, but you can kind of feel into if you've done inner child work, you can kind of lean into things that are modalities or skills that you've got around inner child work and you can go into little heart work, right? You just, and you can kind of just feel and you love like what's here and your little heart is like, <laughs> I'm afraid to love because I'm going to get hurt again. I know here's a, just a little example for you to feel into. Um, my beloved Shiva, my dog died maybe six months ago. He was two and a half. It was like crazy. He just fell over while we were walking one day. Um, he had a heart murmur, heart murmur. The little guy couldn't close his heart, right? His whole life for those two and a half years, I was doing big heart work. For any of you who did mystery school or the dragon work with me, it was big heart work. Um, so I had this dog who couldn't close his heart. He literally could not close his heart. Um, during this mystery school, he collapsed. It was <clears throat> wild, wild, wild. But um, I have a new little guy in my life. Tucker is the, is the new little guy. And when I first um, got him, I had to feel into my little heart because I was noticing that I was withholding love. So that's a really good key post. Where do I withhold love? Just feel into that. Where do I withhold love? That's a good doorway in. Right? I was noticing I was withholding love. The flow of love wasn't there. I was reserved. I was holding back. I could even feel it like my body posture was even representative of that. And I had to go into Little Heart and be like, hey, what's going on here? This is this beautiful little soul that literally called you and is now in your life. Why are you withholding love? And my Little Heart was like, I'm so scared. Scared. he's gonna die I'm so scared that I'm gonna have to go through all of that pain again <laughs> and just 
being with it, like giving it a voice, giving it some space, some room to breathe is what oftentimes all we really need to do is to transmute that or to change that. And you can, you know, do your other practices of transmuting things. A simple one is you just, you notice it and you're like, and I turn it over to something higher. Like everything that I'm witnessing, I turn it over to something higher. I turn it over to something greater. Let this be transformed from fear into love because it was fear. It was my fear. Um, Fear of pain, you know, like, man, oh man, that was rough. losing my little boy and it ripped me apart in ways I never could have imagined Um, but to go right into like that scar it was almost like that scar on my heart on my little heart this isn't my big mystical heart that scar on my little heart Um, and to just be with it and love it and um, honor it and so that's maybe something that is another really powerful practice is feel into scars on your heart Like, what are the scars? Where are the scars? Are there scars? Is there anything that's arising for me? And again, sorry, my nose is really itchy. Um, Again, there's a really good doorway in noticing where you withhold love. What situations, what relationships, what people, what gets kicked up, like triggers, activating moments where you're withholding love. That's where the juice is at. That's a big part of where the juice will be at during this Venus retrograde. That kind of leads us into shadow. So I'll kind of leave it there to learn more about Aphrodite. Um, I did a whole video on Venus. Aphrodite, Venus, same um, same thing. Uh, you can go look at that. That'll give you more of a flavor around Aphrodite. There's more transmissions. There's more um, <laughs> of a journey, an energetic journey into like archetypal embodiment or awakening that aspect of you. So that's something really great to do after this video. I would hang out and wait for the shadows though. Like I would just sit tight and hang out for the shadow healing conversation uh, before going into that Uh, And then if you want to hear a little more about Leo, uh, I would watch the latest astrology video, the July 17th um, astrology. That'll give you a little bit more. And then you can kind of mix those two together. So I won't go into more here. I'll just give you links down below and links above and whatever all over the place where you can dive into that. But again, I would hang out and wait for this (laughs) next little deep transformation, Pluto on the nodes, destiny, fate. Chiron, healing, wounded healer, shamanic uh, journeying. That's coming up um, and then dive into that. Okay, so let's let's kind of shift gears and let's start to feel into. So innately, a Venus retrograde is an underworld journey. It's the goddess descending into the underworld. You can see that in many, many myths, right? Persephone's descent into the underworld. Um, you might lean into Inanna. You might, there's many, um, many myths, Right, this is not a new myth. You can kind of Google some of that if you feel to, but I'll give you the little bit of a gist of it so you can feel. Goddess feminine descends into the underworld. We've already talked about this. Descends into the underworld to reclaim gifts that are hidden from her. To release unconscious things that are holding her back. You descend into the underworld, into the hidden, into the subconscious, into what we don't know, into the shadow, right? Two, do two things. One, heal things, release things, let things go. Things like family patterning, karma, ah, old wounds, right? That's one. And two, 
to excavate, to reclaim, to tap into, to awaken, to illuminate gifts. That's the golden shadow. So both of these are happening when goddess Venus descends into the underworld. So that's happening. It's very supported, very supported by Pluto. Pluto is god of the underworld. Pluto is Persephone's counterpart, god of the underworld, lord of the underworld, right? <laughs> if there is any archetypal energy to work with around unconscious, subconscious, deep, hidden, death, rebirth, trans, we call it death, rebirth, and deep, hidden transformation, right? Because it's, it's so hidden from us. Pluto, power. I had a friend say this to me just yesterday. And she said this, and you feel for yourself, but she goes, Pluto is the most powerful planet. Pluto is power. It is power. It's how we, we it's the most powerful planet. So Pluto, the most powerful planet, being square to the nodes of fate, your destiny line, right? Like legit, your destiny line. Pluto's squaring that. A square is a tough aspect. A square is literally like you're not getting out of this without seeing your stuff. You're not getting out of this <laughs> alive. <laughs> really, that's Pluto. Death, rebirth. You're not getting out of this alive. You will leave this transit a different person. Now, working with Pluto, it's a, um, there's, let me, let me feel for a good practice here. Working with Pluto is like a letting go of everything you thought you wanted so that you can open to something even more, something even truer. That's part of what Pluto does. Brings us to something even truer. That's a big part of what this transit's going to be about. Something even truer. Venus and Leo, truth true, true to self, right? That's Leo, true to self, authentic, true, shining self, right? It's true, shining self. How am I here to uniquely, authentically, truly shine my light in the world? Is it in relationship? Is it through work? Is it through raising my children? Is it, and it's literally going to ask us to let go of social norms, societal conditioning, family patternings, the expectations put on us, what other people want of us. That's the tough challenge to the Leo journey, right? Is the real self-confidence, like really finding self-esteem, really finding self-confidence to stand in uniqueness and not just stand in your uniqueness quietly hidden in a corner, but to stand in your uniqueness, what you stand for, what you value, who you truly deeply are, what your true deep gifts are in the world, not to just know them for yourself, but to shine them outward beyond self, the sun, Leo, the sun, you shine them outward beyond self as a gift to everyone and everything around you, right? That's Leo. <laughs> it seems like... It's a journey to being seen and being in the spotlight, right? That's, you know, like whatever, they're the actors and actresses and the yada, 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 yada. But it takes an enormous amount of courage, like the lion heart. It takes an enormous amount of connection to the heart, right? Heart, lion's heart, lion courage. That's all Leo, right? To be able to stand amidst the crowd, deeply connected to my true self. 
stunning, stunning what this Venus retrograde is giving us. Um, if we're gonna, if we're willing to go there, right? If we're willing, it's it's we can go. This is what I wanted to share on this Pluto part. We can go kicking and screaming, and this can be a heck of a journey for some of us. A heck of a journey. These North Nodes, Pluto squaring it like a heck of a journey because Pluto is just gonna be slowly grinding you onto your destined path, right? If we fight, like we can resist and we can fight. And he's like the slow grind of like, I got all the time in the world. I will bring up all the shadows. I will do whatever it takes in deep, deep layers that you can barely even become conscious of, right? It's like at night you get real uncomfortable. The dreams are wicked. You can't sleep. It's because that's his time. That's his, because it's that deep. It's beyond the conscious waking mind. It's altered states of consciousness to get into tap into Pluto and what he's doing. So this is happening no matter what. It's just to what degree are we aware of it? What degree can we become conscious of? And for those of us who've worked in those levels of consciousness, maybe you have, maybe you have, it doesn't matter, right? But I'll give you practices no matter where you're at for this. But to, <clears throat> here, I want to give you a practice now. Um, to pay attention to dreams because Neptune's up in the mix. Neptune is dreams, right? So dream world can be very, very alive. Pay attention to, um, it's almost like uh, on the periphery, there are like themes that are wanting you to pay attention to. So here's a practice, great reflective question in this one. I don't know, is this practice number four? Who knows? We'll say four right now. But on the periphery, there are things that are like, hey, they're, they're not going to be right in your face typically, they, although they might be, right? It might, it might be right in your face. But feeling into um, like what is just underneath the surface, you know, and maybe it's showing up in uh, random thoughts or it's, show, it's just like something that keeps coming around. Like you keep seeing the same article about this thing and you're like, wow, why do I keep getting womb article and you're like oh i feel like there's something going on in my womb space oh i'm really called to do some womb work some womb activation some womb healing like oh god okay boy <laughs> it's oftentimes gonna feel like that did you see that oh god oh what right that's shadow territory that or we touch into it and our brain goes blah <laughs> like You'll touch into this, these shadow territories, these hidden places, these unconscious places that are ready to change. This is a moment of time where a lot of unconscious material is ready to be made conscious. It's ready to be um, embraced and integrated into self. So unconscious material is often just unintegrated parts of self. How great is this? This is like soul retrieval on crack this Venus retrograde cycle, this North Node squaring Pluto right now, Chiron, right? Going retrograde, soul retrieval. He's the shaman, shamanic soul retrievals, retrieving parts of self. If soul retrieval is like, what? That's a little bit too out there for me, Sabrina. Just think of parts of self, lost parts of self, denied parts of self, repressed parts of self, wanting to come back in. That's, that's what's on offer. These lost, repressed parts of self are part of true self. They help us to come into our destined path, align with our true north, what it is that we're truly here to do, who it is that we're truly here to become, 
right? This is why at the very beginning, I was like, this could be the most transformative Venus retrograde of your life. Um, working with it, working with it. To me, um, I obviously dance and live and breathe in this stuff, right? Like my, my work in the world is running mystery schools, is creating deep dive journeys into the inner world, into the psyche, right? I'm a trained meditation teacher, shamanic practitioner. I don't even know what the heck I do. I run a priestess training, right? I'm only sharing that to share this piece with you. This is a moment in time where I'm called to work really deeply in my own inner world. So through all the transits over the last, I don't know how many years I've been doing this, probably nine years, I think. I think rewilding will be nine years old. Um, and I was doing it much before I even started rewilding. But um, this is a moment where I know that I will get a lot out of this. There are gifts waiting there's wisdom waiting, right? Like that's that golden shadow. There's wisdom, innate wisdom that you just kind of came in with. It's there. There are gifts. There are new callings. There's new, it's waiting. There's also a piece for me and you feel for you with this Venus retrograde, Pluto squaring the nodes. There is this piece of feminine reclamation that's possible right now. Like um, more understanding and embodiment of feminine mysteries, deeper feminine mysteries, the feminine mysteries that aren't out on a fucking Instagram video with someone shaking their butt around saying, oh, feminine mysteries are about pleasure, right? I love that. That's great. But that's like here. What? Like, and, and to me, this is a moment in time. And I know this is part of what I'm just called to explore and work with and embody and embrace as part of my true north. So again, feeling into that true north. This is a destined Venus retrograde. They're all destined, they're all fated, but this is like destined on speed, right? It's crazy how destined this is. And just imagine if you can get into the flow of the river, you will go much further down the river. You will awaken more, you will heal more, you will let more go. It's a skip step. It's legit called a skip step. Pluto squaring the nodes is called a skip step. It's a fucking skip step, like a karmic skip step. I spoke about this in a, I don't know where, somewhere, um, about this, can we, here's a question. Here's another, here's a question of feeling for yourself. Can we rewrite soul contracts, soulmate contracts? Can we rewrite some of our Akashic records, for those of us who are into Akashic records or, you know, soul contracts, what we kind of came in here, like what we signed up for. I often make this joke like, whoo, I clearly did not read the fine print before I came in and incarnated into here because I don't think I signed up for this shit. Right? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I'm giggling because I have a feeling that many who will get to this point in the video, um, we'll be able to resonate with that. And if you do, I'm just I'm feeling you, I'm loving you on that one. Um, but this question, can we rewrite to me? This is, I'm just gonna share, this is my own personal journeying, what I'm seeing in myself. Also, those who are really close to me, who are really deep practitioners, really long-standing practitioners are reflecting this back as well. 
is um, this is a moment where we have this opportunity to work with karma in a way that we don't normally have this opportunity to work with karma, that we have this opportunity to work with this like soul contract. We're always working with it, right? It's always like being rewritten, being based on choices we make. But this just feels like it's exponentially deeper, bigger, quicker, more. So these decisions that we make, not to put pressure on you in any way, shape, or form, right? This whole thing is just a, just a playground anyways, right? We're all just walking each other home and it's all just like one big experiment. And, you know, we're all just here getting our, you know, experiencing the things that we came to experience, creating the things that we came to create, right? And I'm not saying creation as in like art creating, but your life is your creation. Um, and so with no pressure at all, <laughs> um, the decisions we make during this Venus retrograde, whoo, they're going to have more of a ripple effect on your life than normal, right? They are going to affect more. They will, sh they will just have more of a ripple effect. It's just, it's, it's a time where the spotlight is shining on your life and it's like, what are you gonna do, sunshine? Here's some good questions to feel into. How true are you gonna be to yourself? How much of the feminine in you are you willing to see, to love, to honor, to value? This Venus retrograde kind of started in a new, not kind of, it started in a new moon cycle where there was a finger of God pointing at Venus. That is very significant. A finger of God pointing at Venus, right? Pointing at Venus. It's Pluto and Neptune, God of the underworld, the mystic, pointing at Venus, right? That's fated. Finger of God pointing at Venus. That's feminine mysteries. It's feminine mysteries. And so, uh, let me feel there's something deeper here uh, that I want to try to see if I can uh, bring into this conversation for us. Hmm. Here we go. Um, how much are you willing to trust your heart, your deep feminine oracle that's in your heart? How much are you willing to trust the depths of your intuition? I just know what I know, but I don't know how I know it. Right. These are like some of the deeper feminine mysteries. How willing are you to trust the natural rhythm that the feminine is connected into? There is a natural rhythm. There is a cycle. It's spring, summer, autumn, winter, spring, summer, autumn, winter. How deep are you willing to get into the flow of that? Another part of this is the creation principles of the feminine. The creation principles of the feminine, right? Like creating creating um, from the void comes the everything out of the chaos comes every creation from the void into the chaos into whatever it is that we're creating right how willing are we to honor this is about honoring its values how willing are we to look at here's the shadow part look at and heal our fucking relationship to the feminine to go deeper to not just surface level it like, I love the feminine. Fuck you, you just want to fuck the feminine. Fuck you, you just want to get your rocks off. That's how much you love the feminine. You don't even know the feminine. Okay, that was, that was, that was really, <laughs> that was a little intense. <laughs> um, but there is intensity. 
there is intensity to this Venus retrograde. There is some intensity to this Venus retrograde. Um, let me feel for a moment um, what else I want to bring in here. I want to give you a few more examples around this valuing for all of us, no matter what body we are in, no matter what um, sexual orientation, um, gender identification, it doesn't matter. We all have a relationship to the feminine, the feminine within ourselves and the feminine outside of ourselves. And now is a really amazing opportunity to get really real, to get really honest. Pluto's going to make us get honest, to get really real and really honest about what is um, holding us back from our next level of honoring, accepting the gifts and the reality and the the, 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 uh, the raw, real expression of the feminine, not just, oh, I accept some parts. Here's this reclamation part. I accept some parts of the feminine, but not these other parts of the feminine, right? I'll take these, like your, uh, your beauty, your sexual essence, but only some of your sexual essence. I don't want like the real wild, the real wild off the hook stuff. Nah, we're going to, we're going to keep that repressed and buried, right? <laughs> Woo! Um, uh, let me feel what I can give you for that. I could just dive into that. That's kind of why I'm like pulling back because we could spend the next, I don't know, three weeks um, in that territory. Um, there's a Six Faces Masterclass that I did. It's free, right? It's a, it's a free masterclass. It's on the feminine. And as a way of looking at some of these different aspects of the feminine, some of the aspects that we um, embrace, embody, love already, and also some of the aspects that we um, judge, reject, diminish, devalue. Um, and going into different faces and different archetypes held within the fullness of the feminine is a really great framework and a really good way to go in and see what we're missing. This is the time to see what we're missing, see what we're, um, see what we're being called to again, retrieve, to integrate. What parts of self are we called to, to bring in soul retrieval, feminine essence retrieval. You can kind of think of it like that. Feminine essence retrieval. What parts of my feminine essence? And it's not just archetypes. It's also what gifts of my feminine am I called to bring in? Am I called to bring in my deep feminine heart? Am I called to bring in my feminine mystic? Right? My mystical capacities that come with the feminine. Am I called to bring in some of my like deep witchy gifts? Like I'm not going to go into it because, again, I will take us down a rabbit hole. Um, but that six phases of the masterclass, again, it's totally free. You just need to give us your email so I can send it to you. And then you also get really great updates and you'll never miss another video. Um, speaking of that, uh, if you don't want to miss another video, subscribe is a great way to make sure that you get notifications uh, for anything that's coming out, which there will be a full moon video coming out um, for the... August 1st full moon and it will link very well to this particular conversation. So you might want to subscribe just to make sure that you don't miss out on that. Uh, okay. Also, uh, let's, let's go back into this. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move off of that. And I want to talk a little bit more about Chiron 
and this healing journey that Chiron brings. So Chiron, wounded healer, shamanic, uh, <laughs> shaman. Uh, it's interesting to me that Chiron goes retrograde the day after Venus and Neptune is in a, hold on, I just want to make sure I get that. Neptune is in a quincunx to Venus three times. Um, also is in one of those quincunxes the day that Venus stations retrograde. So we've got these mystical forces, magicians, right? When they're operating at their highest expressions, they're magicians, they're mystics, they're shamans. Um, they're bringing in high level mysticism or deep earthy shamanic wisdom. And so you can kind of feel this high level mystic Neptune, deep earthy shamanic Chiron, right? Bringing the heights down, bringing the depths up to heal, to awaken, to shift. Neptune brings higher heart. A great practice is doing um, lower heart, which would just be like your heart chakra and higher heart. You could just visualize them. You can tap on them and just like see how the two energetics want to weave together. Do they want to gift each other in any way? Do they want to dance with each other or come into different relationship with each other in any way? Right? That's a really beautiful practice to be doing during this, during this time. Uh, so let me feel if there's more around this Chiron. Chiron is just going to weave in more of this underworld healing journey, more of what's in the unconscious, what's not healed yet, what's not healed around love, what's keeping you from loving more, what's keeping you from, this is a really good one, what old patterns and unhealed wounds are keeping you from manifesting your deepest desires, your deepest, truest desires. Are you even brave enough to see your deepest, truest desires, to feel your deepest, truest desires? Because oftentimes when we actually tap into our deepest, truest desires, there is a longing and a fucking fear that comes with it. So that's a big practice during this time is let me get to my deepest, truest desires, practicing, right? Praying <laughs> to get to your deepest, truest desires. Let me see. Let me be so brave. Let me be so courageous that I can even see my deepest, truest desires, right? It often comes, especially, not especially in the feminine, it will come with deep longing and deep fucking pain. Until it comes with deep longing and deep fucking pain, you probably haven't gotten there. I'm not joking. I know that's so crazy. I know that's so crazy. Feminine desires will innately, the deepest, truest, most authentic feminine desires will innately come with the pain because it's not here yet. When you tap into the pain, right? The longing, the pain, the emptiness, you know you've hit it. That's, that's a great place to get to. It sounds horrible. It's a great place to get to because that's where you can create from. You can't create that life that you desire deeply, truly, until you actually tap into the longing. It's the feminine. The feminine is innately longing. The feminine is innately calling in, constantly calling in, calling in love, whatever it is that love is for her, whatever it is that creates the flow of love, that is the deep feminine. That is the deep feminine. Right? When we get to the place where she's longing and she's deeply desiring and she, you're like crying your eyes out because this is not in your life, even if it's in this moment, right? Maybe you had it yesterday, but you don't have it now. That pain is there today. 
It wasn't there maybe yesterday because you felt like, wow, it was so met. I was so met. I felt so full. The flow of love was just so big. It was so perfect. And then that's gone today. Now you're back in the love. That's the feminine. That's the feminine. That is feminine mystery. It's feminine principle. That is deep feminine, right? It is stunning. It is beautiful. It is a place to work in. It is a place that will change the whole of your life, change every relationship in your life, change your body, change your mind, change everything about you, right? It's huge. It's one of the deepest things that we can get to in the feminine. So I'm glad we got there, um, at least to bring words to it. <laughs> I was hoping uh, we would somehow be able to work our way into this place. Uh, uh, and I'm just feeling really happy. So that might be something to watch again and just feel like a lot of this is is letting the energetics of this conversation move through you, move in you. You may even wanna be walking while you listen to this or listen to it again with the intention of let these energetics stir in me, let these mysteries open me, let the feminine energy start moving in me or around me. If you're not an embodied feminine practitioner, you're like, I don't know, I'm not, uh, like that's not for me, then your relationship to the feminine, let the feminine start to move around you, right? And you come in a relationship with the feminine like what is my next right relationship with the feminine what is that 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 as the feminine outside of myself or as the feminine inside of myself and you got to feel for you right and some of us do both some of us are in love with both that is our blueprint some of us we lean more toward one side or to the other side um wow i just kind of want to end things here uh I do. I think I'll share. Let me feel. There's a few more little transits that I want to share with you in a minute. I want to talk a little bit more about Uranus and Jupiter. Uh, and I want to talk about Eris. Eris is part of, remember I said before, there's this like fiery intensity. I think I was swearing. I don't remember what I was doing, but it was like, oh, and it's, it's edgy. It's edgy in here. Eris is up in the mix. Eris, goddess of chaos and discord. And I want to talk, she's a dark goddess. Um, and I want to talk about that, how she has to do with this. Um, before I do that, though, uh, let me feel, how do, I, how do I want to do this? There's three things um, that I invite you to do. One I've already talked about, that's that free Six Faces Masterclass. If feminine reclamation is singing to you or learning more about the feminine and the different parts of the feminine, don't care what gender you are. I know it's on the Rewilding for Women site. Don't care. It doesn't matter. It's about learning more about these parts, experiencing them energetically. That's one thing. Two, there's a free astrology masterclass. We'll put that down below. Look at your chart. It's totally free. It shows you how to run a free birth chart. shows you exactly how to figure out where this Venus retrograde transit is moving through your chart. You want to look at what house it's moving through. That'll tell you the area of your life that this Venus retrograde is lighting up. And you wanna look at if it's crossing over any planets. So the degrees to look for, you run your birth chart, do the free masterclass, run your birth chart, look in your birth chart, 12 to 28 Leo. 12 to 28 Leo, that's where Venus will be retrograde. She will move over that po those points three times. Do you have any planets, 12 to 28 Leo? And then if you're more advanced in astrology, you can look at squares and oppositions and sextiles and trines and all of that stuff. But don't worry about that if you're new to astrology. You're like, I don't know. Just go do the masterclass, run your birth chart, look at the house, two things. Look at the house that Leo's in. That's the area of your life. You can just Google it, second house. I tell you all about this in the masterclass anyways. 
um, the house it's in, that's the area of life, and then any planets, that's what's going to be directly influencing your particular Venus retrograde, right? Powerful, great insights. Third thing, rewilding your relationships. <laughs> um, I struggle with relationship my whole fucking life. Not gonna hide that in any way, shape, or form. Grew up in a family where my mom was married and divorced three times, dad married and divorced three times. Saw a lot of stuff as a kid. Um, and a year ago, when uh, my like soul friend, who I have one of the deepest relationships of my life with, said to me, Sabrina, I think it's time for you to do rewilding your relationships. I think it's time for you to put that program together. <laughs> like you gotta be. You gotta be fucking kidding me, man. <laughs> like, I ain't doing that. She's like, nah, I just like because you've had to work through it, because you've had to do it for yourself, that's why you can share it. Um, and it took me a long time uh, to accept that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I did. I did. And I put that program together a year ago. And, um, I can, I can just say it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I have words around, around that, that particular program. We don't open it often. We opened it now for Venus retrograde because it's a time of relationship to self. It's a huge time of relationship to self. It's a time of relationship to the feminine. It's a time of relationship to everything in our outer worlds. It's a time of relationship, of course, to partners, maybe partners that we have or partners that we want to call in. It's a time, it's, it's, it's a Venusian time. Um, so it's open. It's only open during this Venus retrograde. We'll put a link down below. Uh, if it sings, it's a, it's a deep dive journey. It's a big one. It's a four week journey. It's great to do during Venus retrograde. Uh, the whole rewilding team's currently doing it. I think the whole team, maybe one person on the team uh, hasn't decided if she's going to do that or if she's going to do like a deep descent into the underworld uh, with Venus on her own. But um, yeah, I'll leave it up to you to kind of, to kind of feel into that. Uh, but again, the details are below or, or up here. Uh, it's a transformative one and it's pretty much everything that changed all the relationships in my life from my mom to my friends to my team right like I get to work in this collaborative team of a bunch of fucking powerful ass witches and have deep relationships and work together something I never thought possible um, and an intimate deep powerful crazy sexy relationship <laughs> that's healthy <laughs> and really ease-filled had no idea had no idea that was possible all right enough enough about that all right let me wrap this up by giving you the rest of the transits um okay eris i want to give you a little bit about eris eris is truth remember i was sharing some of these words around truth 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 like this is going to be demanding for truth that's Eris. She will stand for truth and she will kind of stop at nothing to get to truth. She will create chaos and discord to get to truth. So just know you've got this like warrior woman energy, dark goddess, like let me reveal the truth on your side during this uh, Venus retrograde. So she tripled trines Venus during the Venus retrograde. Trining is a good aspect, so it's supportive to Venus reclaiming truth. All right. Uh, then I wanted to talk about Uranus and Jupiter. 
they square. So Venus squares Uranus and Jupiter. Uranus, flashes of insight. Remember when I was talking about like on the periphery, look for things coming in like insights. Uranus will bring flashes. It'll be like a lightning bolt of insight. So look for flashes, like real quick flashes of insights. And then Jupiter just is expansive. Just will expand, make things bigger. A date to remember is August 13th. That's the midpoint August 13th, you might want to mark this down. August 13th, that's the midpoint of this Venus transit, of this Venus retrograde. So right in the middle, um, August 13th, it's when the sun is conjunct Venus trining Chiron. So trining, good aspect, healing aspect, healing aspect, right? So you've got sun, Venus, healing aspect to Chiron on August 13th. Let me see if there's anything else that I want to share with you. I think that's it. Um, I want to hear what was most powerful for you in the video. I love reading the comments, y'all. Like, it's the greatest gift to me um, is to be able to read the comments and to hear, like, what touched you, what you're going to do during Venus retrograde. Let me know. If you're going to do rewilding your relationships, we lovingly call it RYR, let me know in the comments, right? I want to fucking love you up and I want to grace bomb you, right? Do a little bit of a prayer and just send you some really good juju for that journey. So if you're doing RYR, let me know. I want to send you some like just good juju. If you're not totally respect that, like deep bow, you got to do you, whatever is true for you. Maybe the masterclass will feel good and true. Maybe the six faces uh, will feel good and true, but uh, just would love to hear like anything, anything. Yeah. Yeah, so that this is not always a one-sided conversation, right? It's not always just me like, hey, ma. <laughs> Final thing. Uh, do I ask this? I'm gonna. Uh, I, I contemplated this like a million times before coming to this video. It's my birthday on July 30th, right? I'm a Leo through and through. I have Venus in Leo. I have four fucking planets in Leo. Like there's a lot of Leo. My mom was a Leo son. Um, the person I'm in a relationship with, um, he's a Leo son. Leo North. Like Leo is. There's a lot of Leo. Anyways, July 30th is my birthday. I have this really weird, silly, crazy thing that I would love for the Rewilding channel to have 30,000 subscribers. I think when I'm filming this, we're at 29, right? We need 1,000 subscribers. I don't know if that's going to happen by the 30th, but um, if you're not subscribed and you feel to, it would be an awesome birthday <laughs> to me. Um, I just want to see if we can get there. And so just kind of giving a shout out uh, to see if you want to partake in that little bit of a fun celebration. Okay, that's enough. Uh, would love to see you in the comments. Uh, love you so much. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. <laughs>